Welcome survivors, burnout community, and those just interested. It's Kelly Bubolt's owner, trainer, and burnout prevention mentor, KB Training Connections. Burnout is not taboo. It's a reality in this fast-paced society. But we are not going to let it drive the narrative to our stories. We are going to do something about it. So let's dig in. We're going to talk about something heavy today. And if you're not ready for it, that's okay. There's plenty of other podcast episodes to listen to. But I hope you're ready. And this is very timely with what's going on with my burnout recovery journey. Let's talk about mirror image. We're not talking Michael Jackson and identity crisis and and where we want to be. That was last episode. We're going to be talking about mirror image of what you see in the mirror. Have you done that? Have you actually looked in the mirror, not doing anything, and asked yourself some questions? It's almost like torture. It's it's awkward. We're not used to doing it. You're you're facing your soul, your imperfections, your thoughts, any trauma. It's heavy. It's heavy to look in the mirror. The first couple times I did that, I cried. I don't even know why I couldn't sort it out. And I think it might have been I just haven't looked in the mirror that hard and focused before. But there's also a question that I asked myself. I asked myself, what are you doing? I looked at myself straight in the face, no makeup, just kind of a hot mess in the morning. What are you doing? I asked myself and I cried. And then a couple days later, I'll ask myself again, what are you doing? And we'll go through a few other questions you can ask yourself in the mirror later. But the reason why I ask that is I teach burnout prevention techniques through actions and habits to many different workforce members. I talk about the symptoms to watch for and what can drive you into burnout and away from energy. But I found myself not practicing these actions and habits. I was the preacher that wasn't practicing. I can tell other people what to do, but I can't do it myself. That's a a hypocrite right there. So I looked myself in the mirror and I noticed some burnout symptoms coming back and I looked at myself in the mirror and said, what are you doing? What are you doing, Kelly? And when you ask yourself that, a little shame and guilt pops in and thankfully I had one of my journal notebooks in the bathroom with me and I started to write and it's important that you write it down there's something that happens when you put your thoughts into words in writing and that's why journaling is super important in therapy in change in committing to change so you know the things you know the actions you know the setbacks that are causing your burnout but why aren't you changing what are you doing right is it the fear of the unknown is it fear of loss loss of relationships loss of friends is it just fear of change in general it's hard to change and sustain it when i when i looked at that and i asked that question what are you doing why are you sliding back it wasn't fear of unknown i'm a pretty big go-getter myself i'm not i'm not afraid of the unknown is it afraid of loss a little bit i've had to get rid of a lot of relationships in seven months And that's put me in a very lonely place to rebuild new relationships during a pandemic. Not a lot of people are getting out. Is it fear of change? Absolutely. Because what if the path I'm taking is not the right path? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Am I even on the right path? And then, interestingly enough, the universe delivers another sign. I signed a social media in which I've groomed for self-development, so it brings me a lot of good material. A psychologist posts brain tricks and the rhythm that it it needs and similar to any type of addiction when you're in it too long 
the body craves a chemical rhythm, what it's used to, whether it's healthy or not. And then I started Googling information about addiction. And there's such a thing called stress addiction. I was like, this is made up. But then I realized it's all based around the body's response to addiction and the need for a continuous rhythm that it's used to. And that might mean unhealthy balance of hormones or chemicals related to chronic stress. I've been in chronic stress for six years. I've been wondering why I can't just sit. Why can't I just sit and not think about all the projects that I have to do? Why can't I just sit and not think about all the mom things and all the things I need to prepare for school tomorrow for my kids? Why can't I just sit? Why can't I turn it off? Why hasn't meditation worked for me? And thinking about all these things in this article in my Google search delivered it. Stress addiction. My body is so used to the rhythm of stress from six years of the same rhythm that it craves stress at this point which is obviously unhealthy, but how do I break that? And that's what I have to dig into yet is establishing healthier, stronger habits through exercise and healthy habits that will eventually break this stress addiction cycle. So if you're having a hard time sticking with a new routine or change, I want you to know that the brain and body are just craving a rhythm. It doesn't mean that you're failing. It doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. You just have to break the addiction of what it's used to. There's one thing that kept driving me And that is the fear of regret. The fear of regret is higher for me than the fear of loss of friendships and fear of change. And the fear of regret is so high because I heard this quote. And it's not exactly word to word. Basically what he said is the richest place in the world is the graveyard. That's where books were never written. Businesses never started. And dreams never began. That resonated with me. That... I can stay in this rhythm and this stress addiction because that's the easy route. But I know in five years when I go back into burnout or don't do my dream or continue my business, I will have a higher pain of regret than the pain of loss or changing these little actions and habits. I do not want to be the person in the graveyard with regret. It doesn't mean that I need to be rich with money, but I would like to be rich with passion and purpose. So I was looking at what's not changing. When I looked in the mirror, I said, what are you doing? So I asked myself, what is not changing? One thing was my stress response. Because my body was craving that normal rhythm, what is my stress response? And why do I keep going to it? So my go-to is food and sugars and desserts when I'm stressed. I can't even keep the Costco-sized Nutella, chocolate Nutella in the house anymore because I will just take spoonfuls of that. So I need to identify what my stress response is and start rerouting healthier behaviors. My old healthier behavior that I used to do is dried mango or dried cherries, those to satisfy that sweet tooth without going to the sugars and the chocolate. But we haven't had dried fruit in our house for a while. Well, I need to go to Costco and pick it up. It's that simple. Why am I not doing that? What needs to change? If I know that that satisfies my stress response in a healthy way, I should have that stocked up on the shelf. I was not committing myself to self-care. Sometimes I would do it and sometimes I wouldn't. It wouldn't be consistent. I was going back into old habits where I would do self-care when my limits were already hit. Or I was over the limit. That includes relaxing with no stimulation. That includes journaling. That includes exercise. I dropped all of that because I got busy with my business. And guess what? Within probably five days, I, f- I started feeling crummy again. My stomach started hurting again when I ate. 
just from those three things dropping for a couple days. But again, I'm not working on releasing stress cycles. I'm not keeping my mindset clear. I'm not giving the time my brain needs to relax. So when I ask myself in the mirror, what are you doing? What's not changing? It was those two things. So I want you to ask that to yourself in the mirror. What are you doing? And what is it saying back to you? Just be present in that moment. Don't put your makeup on or get ready or put your deodorant on. Just be present in that moment. Ask that question out loud, staring yourself in the soul. And what is it saying back to you? When I asked myself that question, started making the changes I needed to, I was watching transformation happen right in the mirror, right before my eyes. Every morning I started asking myself a question, a question to call me out or a question to motivate me. And I started to watch transformation happen. I started seeing my days get a little easier. I started seeing my digestive system start to get stronger again. I started to see the needle move in my business. There's a direct correlation in your attitude, your mindset, and that heavy talk in the mirror. I know all the medical articles say, but when you actually practice it, it's heavy. It's, it's the heavy moves, the needle movers that you need to do. What I'm doing is I'm creating stronger, healthier chemical rhythms that my body will end up wanting to crave over these stress addiction type of rhythms. So you might be asking yourself by now, what other questions can you ask yourself in the mirror? Google is full of them. Look up morning affirmations, work up self-image affirmations, whatever you're struggling with, affirmations or mirror questions, and it will give you hundreds and hundreds of questions. But the ones I like to focus on are when I'm falling short on myself and I can feel myself slipping, I, I look myself straight in the face and I say, what are you doing? Another question I'll ask myself is, what do you need to change? Because usually they're not that big. You've just fallen off the wagon, slipped a little bit, and need to get back on track. The other thing I like to say to myself in the mirror is, I take 100% responsibility for my life. Because, wow, that is a strong statement, especially in burnout, when you realize you can blame everyone you want, but that does not change your condition. It does not change the circumstances. Only you can change the circumstances by your response. Mary Holloway stated, Resilience is knowing that you are the only one that has the power and the responsibility to pick yourself up. That's strong. That is a strong statement. And it stands true. Because when I stopped blaming people during my burnout recovery, I actually started doing things in my control, which was almost everything. And I started seeing myself recover and get better. If you truly want to heal, take responsibility for your life. Another good question I ask is, what am I doing today that supports where I want to go? That might be in self-development, that might be professional development, but what am I going to do today that supports where I want to go? So if I truly want to commit to my burnout recovery and stay out of burnout, I'm going to go to Costco and get that dried mango in the trairies. They're delicious. I'm going to go get there, and guess what? I'm going to listen to a podcast when I go there, so I'm not wasting work time. Or I might do a networking call, but guess what? I'm not going to use work time as an excuse to avoid my healthy actions and habits that I've established and have proven to help me because I'm slipping into old habits again. Again, the question, what needs to change? And it was my attitude. Don't make excuses of you're busy or I had this busy work week. Attack it. Take responsibility. Look yourself in the face and say, what are you doing? You cannot recover from burnout with prescriptions, procedures, or surgery. 
Come join a holistic community that specializes in burnout to begin your recovery. Each month for only $10, get a specialist lecture, worksheets, and action planning delivered right to your email. Take it from a burnout survivor when I say, your recovery begins with just one action step. Burnout is a confusing and lonely journey. I want you to know you're not alone. I hope to see you here again for more recovery tips and education. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your family and friends. If no one shared the word burnout with me, I don't know where I would be today. 